This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 452. Kevin Cruz, author of Great Leaders Have No Rules, Contrarian Principles to Transform Your Team and Business. Inch your way ever closer to greatness every time you listen to this. It's the Read to Lead podcast with my friend, Jeff Brown. Hi there. Hey, thanks for being here. I'm Jeff, and this is the Read to Lead podcast, the podcast dedicated to your personal and professional growth, where I believe that if you want to achieve true success in business and in life, then intentional and consistent reading is a must. Most weeks, of course, I welcome a new author as we dive into their latest book. Today, we're taking a bit of a detour as I follow up on a promise I made a few weeks ago, and that is to share the results of my Read to Lead Listener Reader 2022 survey from a few weeks ago. You may recall that I also promised that 10 people who took time to fill out the survey would win a copy, an autographed, personalized copy of my book. And one of those 10 would win a $25 Amazon gift card. I'll be announcing those 10 winners at the end of today's episode. It's been quite some time since I've done one of these. The feedback is in, and I thought you might be curious to know whether you participated in the survey or not as to uh, what some of those questions were and how the responses uh, turned out. I'm not going to go through all 37 or 8 or 9 of the questions, however many there were, but I am going to highlight a few of them and speak into how the responses may be impacting things going forward. A series of questions I began the 2022 reader-listener survey with had to do with how often folks consume certain pieces of content, certain kinds of content, podcasts, video, online articles, and books. So see if you identify with how most others responded. When it comes to how often do you listen to audio podcasts, the majority, 37.6%, said every single day. And the second most popular answer was the second most frequent possibility to listen to podcasts, and that was three to five times a week at 20, almost 25%, a fourth, and then just over 20%, just over one-fifth, said two to three days a week. I asked the same question with regard to video content, YouTube, TED Talks, video podcasts, and the answers here were split. The most popular answer coming in at just under one in four, 24.8% saying that they only consume video content a couple of times a month. That was followed by 18.8% who said one day a week, and then 17.8% who said two to three days a week. That same question with regard to online content, over half, 52.5% said they read online content every single day. That's not a big surprise. The second two most popular answers, both just under 20%, said three to five days a week and two to three days a week. And finally, how often do you read books, physical, digital, audiobooks? Just under half, not as many who said they read articles on the web every day, just under half, 46.5% said they read a book every day. That was the most popular answer, with 22.8% saying three to five days a week, followed very closely, 21.8% saying two to three days a week. With regard to those four options, books, podcasts, videos, articles on the web, and a couple of more, things like online self-paced courses, for example, I asked the question, what's your number one preferred source for personal and professional development when learning on your own? 45.5% said books, physical, audio, ebooks. 20.8%, the second most popular answer, was online self-paced courses. And that was followed at 16.8% by audio-only podcasts and fourth 
at 13.9% videos. What's your number one preferred source for personal and professional development when learning in a group? The number one answer, just under 30% said workshop training, either in person or virtual. Second most popular answer was online cohorts at 20.8%, you know, courses delivered live over several weeks. And 17.8% said both conferences in person or virtual with a, another 17.8% saying mastermind groups. Your preferred format when it comes to books, physical books, the most popular, 56.4%, followed by audiobooks at 22.8 and digital books or ebooks at 20.8%. I would probably rank them in the, or definitely would rank them in the same order. In fact, physical, then audio, and then ebooks is probably my least favorite way to consume books. My poor Kindle hardly ever gets used. When it comes to content you consume for personal and professional development, books, podcasts, web articles, videos, what's your preferred method for taking notes? Over half, 54.5% said pen and paper. Some things never change, right? Physical notebook, journal, post-its in the margins of the book, etc. Second most popular answer, 35.6% said a digital notes app like Evernote, Obsidian, Notion, Apple Notes, etc. This next question provided some quite useful information when it comes to content you consume for personal and professional development. Again, books, podcasts, web articles, videos. What are the topics you enjoy learning about the most? There were six among the 15 or so options that, that stood out head and shoulders above the rest. Number one, 72.3% cited this answer. And you could pick multiple answers in this particular question, by the way. 73% said leadership. That was followed closely by habits. Next was mindset. Fourth was productivity. Fifth, entrepreneurship. And sixth, communication. Those six, far and away, head and shoulders above the rest. The other things were like public speaking, marketing, personal branding, empathy, relationships, networking, negotiation, the future of work, etc. All of those paled in comparison to the six that I just mentioned. So one of the things that prompts me to think is I should give more weight to books and authors I interview on those six topics than I do the other topics. So in the future, don't be surprised if you see me leaning more heavily on those six versus maybe in the past. One question was, what types of paid content would you like to see Jeff create in the future? Uh, workshops, virtual and in-person was the number one answer, followed by a book club, a monthly membership style book club, which I, I used to do. So <laughs> maybe it's time to, to bring that back in some form or another. Note-taking course was answer number three. Of course, I'm doing that now. Uh, I would imagine most of the answers to that question were from people who don't know that I'm doing that. So that seemed like a nice vote of support to keep doing that. The next one, by the way, coming up in, in just a few weeks in January. I'll have more about that a little bit later. Is there one program or training more than any other that you'd like to see Jeff offer? If so, what would it be? Uh, mastermind. I've done that as well. Maybe it's time to bring that back. Uh, workshops. Uh, how to launch and monetize an in-person podcast in 90 days, how to write nonfiction, uh, executing good habits, how to present new knowledge and ideas to a group of varying ages, how to give constructive criticism, note-taking. Uh, this person says, I know you offer it, but I haven't had a chance to take it yet. <laughs> Book club. Uh, another person says, nothing. I will follow the crowd. Speed reading was another answer, or how to consume more books and be more selective to prioritize what book to read on your list. Continued content around note making and specifically the app Obsidian, how to really incorporate it into my life. 
a self-paced online note-taking course. Again, doing that, so we'll continue to do that. Another nod for note-taking. A webinar course, How to Create, Launch, Grow, and Monetize a Professional Podcast. I have a course on that already. Another nod to Mastermind Group. Another nod to note-taking. And a lot of lot lot of lot of repeats here as I go on, on down the list. One question I asked was on suggestions for improving the podcast. I'll just run through some of those real quick. Some of the books don't interest me, one person said, but that's to be expected. Maybe we can hone that in a little tighter via some of those categories I was mentioning earlier that we might uh, focus more on in the future than we have in the past. Uh, video recordings of the author conversations was another uh, suggestion. I actually started doing that with episode 400. We're on episode 452 now. Of course, this is a solo episode. I'm not videoing this episode, but I do or have my author interviews since episode 400. So we could potentially make those available in the future. So I will certainly take that uh, under advisement. Would love to see a summary list of guests and books. I just recently had my virtual assistant update that. So it's current within the last few episodes. We have a list that I've yet to make public that includes every guest and every book in a single list that has ever been on the Read to Lead podcast. So as I get to a place where I'm ready to make that available and share that with you, I certainly will. So thank you for that suggestion. Um, another person says, it's clear Jeff reads the books presented. Could you add five takeaways from the book in the show notes? This might further clarify whether this is a book worth buying. I've actually thought about that before, have not made that a habit or installed that into my workflow, but certainly I will consider that going forward. Thank you for that. I'd love to have episodes every so often about stuff you're working on versus always interview style. Well, here's one of those episodes. They go on to say, I heard you as a guest on another podcast and loved hearing the behind the scenes of your work, especially your book. Thank you very much, whoever you are. Again, uh, this podcast, one example of that, I've, I've done a, a few other solo episodes in the last uh, last few months, and uh, maybe I'll do them more often in the future. Offer a transcript of the conversation for each episode. Haven't done that before, but am considering that for the future. Uh, person says, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. It's in my top two favorite podcasts. I don't particularly want it to change. Oh, change is hard, isn't it? Thank you for saying that, though. The interviews often sound like they were conducted over the phone or Zoom. Some other platforms may be better and provide clear audio. Uh, for example, cleanfeed.net. Yes, I've used uh, Skype in the past, uh, Riverside for a time. Uh, it worked until it didn't uh, for me, and then Zoom for, for a time now, which does a pretty decent job most of the time, but, but I hear what you're saying. We'll, uh, we'll look at uh, uh, maybe a, a newer, better option down the road. Uh, somebody says, have someone interview you. Uh, episode 385 is your friend. Readtoleadpodcast.com slash 385 from a little over a year ago. I think I've got that number right. That's when I was interviewed about my book, uh, Read to Lead, The Simple Habit That Expands Your Influence and Boosts Your Career. Uh, catalog past episodes in a way that we can listen to related content easily. List your experts on a certain topic together. For example, all your personal branding people or leadership people or coaches. I do something, uh, not exactly that, but something very, very similar when you go to readtoleadpodcast.com. At the top of the homepage, just under the featured in banner, you'll see these buttons. Personal development, leadership, productivity, entrepreneurship, marketing, and then a general resources button. Those five first five categories, personal development, leadership, productivity, entrepreneurship, marketing, are the five that we've featured the most. And so just about every episode and every interview relates to one or more of those categories. So when you go to my site, if you just want to see 
the interviews I've done related to leadership, you can click the leadership button and the website's going to present to you just those posts that have episodes related to leadership. And the other buttons will do exactly the same for each of their respective uh, categories. So not exactly what you're suggesting as far as the specific categories, but 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 very, very close. And and we certainly can look at, at tweaking those categories going forward. Uh, someone says paid bonus content with podcast guests via a one-off or, or membership workshops, uh, something like that. Some iteration or version of that is in the works. Uh, I'm launching, hopefully, uh, in the very near future, something called the Read to Lead Community, which is a part of what this whole survey was was to help me determine if if I needed to go forward with it, and if so, what it should look like. And, and your answers to many of these questions are helping me figure that out so that I present to you ultimately what it is you say you want. Um, let's see. Moving on here. Great content. Length is just right. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for that. Maybe attach a chapter or an excerpt from the book to your post so you get a better idea if the writing is as interesting as, as the person. Well, copyright uh, issues prevent me from, from doing that, but I love the suggestion. Uh, I'm a recent subscriber, so still getting exposed to this content. Okay, we'll let you off the hook. Uh, provide video too. YouTube is the biggest search engine after all. Yep, we've talked about that one. So so it looks like we'll be doing some version of that in the future. Include more books about lessons learned from history. Interesting. I like that idea. Okay. Okay, we're almost done. I mentioned that read to lead community idea. Uh, one question toward the end of the survey, were you to participate in an online read to lead community, what features and or content would you most like to see included as part of your membership? The number one answer, about 66% of people responded with personal professional development training, much like the various topics that we've talked about already. Second was book recommendations. That's kind of what the podcast is in, in a lot of ways, uh, but I hear what you're saying. Uh, book summaries is up there. Opportunities to interact with people who take personal and professional development as seriously as I do. That's one of the things that really excites me about a an online read-to-lead community where listeners can really get the chance to know each other and all these different uh, spaces and, and, and subject matter and book clubs, et cetera, and the list goes on and on, is because you're surrounding yourself with people who do exactly that, who take personal and professional development as seriously as you do. Uh, some other items mentioned that were popular, guest expert training. Uh, that's been mentioned uh, in one of the other questions as well. Live author chats, uh, similar to that. Another question, were you to participate in a read-to-lead community? What types of training would you most like to see included as part of the membership? This is similar to the question about topics to cover on the podcast. The number one answer was habits, followed by productivity and then mindset, which was tied with leadership. Other popular answers, and, and, and this again was a question that you could, you could pick multiple items. Uh, goal setting, doing well and note-taking uh, doing well. And then sort of bringing up the rear among these options was writing. There were, there were quite a few other options, but those seven or eight were the most popular by far. Again, habits, productivity, mindset, leadership, note-taking, writing, and goal-setting were all in the top seven or eight. And lastly, I'll, I'll share some quick demographics uh, with you. I, I thought this was interesting. These were questions toward the end of the survey. Um, 33.7%, the majority of people who listen to the podcast are between the ages of 56 and 65. That happens to be my age group, barely. And then in second, 31.7%, almost as many as that first group, are between the ages of 46 and 55. Third place, 
Those of you in the decade just previous to that, 36 to 45, followed by those 26 to 35 at 7.9%. Bringing up the rear were those 66 plus, 6.9% of the read to lead audience. Last time I did a survey, I remember the audience, male to female, was split about 70, 71% male and about 29 to 30% female. That's changed, but ever so slightly. Uh, with uh, men still coming out on top is the majority, 65.3% male, 34.7% female. The last question, I won't share the answers because they're so varied and widespread uh, and so unique to each individual respondent was, in your job or business, what is your single biggest area of struggle? If you could wave a magic wand and fix one thing, what would it be? And the answers, again, were, were as varied as the as the number of responses. Well, I hope you found that interesting. Those are the highlights from my Read to Lead Listener Reader 2022 survey. And again, all that uh, information, all your insights and responses is going to be used to develop and to hone both the Read to Lead podcast, the readtoleadpodcast.com website, and the Read to Lead community online going forward. Those who have purchased courses from me in the past, whether that's Note Making Mastery or my podcast masterclass or my online virtual summit called Boss Free, they're actually in the community. So, so, so Read to Lead, the community actually exists and has existed for a few months in that form where those who have purchased courses can communicate with each other, even those who haven't purchased the same course as them. So some community already beginning to happen there. But your responses, again, to the survey are helping me understand how I can best mold that and shape that and massage that going forward as new people come on board, people who maybe haven't necessarily purchased a course, but want to participate for one of these other reasons that we talked about today from the survey. So stay tuned for more info on that in the coming weeks on Read to Lead the Community, which currently is as it exists right now at jeffbrown.me. That may be changing. That may stay the same. I haven't decided yet, but that's where it's in its present form uh, exists. Again, jeffbrown.me if you kind of want to see what's there at the, at the moment. I promised we'd give away some books. Uh, so let's do that. 10 people from among those who filled out the survey are going to walk away with a personalized autographed copy of Read to Lead, the simple habit that expands your influence and boosts your career. And one of those 10 people is going to also get an Amazon gift card. Our 10 people are these. Number one, Dan Ingram. Also, Nicole Serena. Congratulations, guys. Uh, Laura Euland. I remember Laura from our book club back in the day. Uh, Lisa Isbell, I recognize that name too, uh, as somebody who has gone through note-making mastery. Uh, Christina M. Muller, as well as Paul Oyer, I think it is, or Euler, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, Greg Rohrbach, also Tom Barnard, Jody Von Kamecki, and lastly, Roberta Blank. Those are our 10 book winners and our winner of the additional prize of a $25 Amazon gift card is Jody Von Kamecki. Congratulations, Jody, and all our winners. I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time to give me your insights and your feedback on the 2022 Reader Listener Survey. 
Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. I so appreciate it. That does it for this week. I look forward to seeing you hopefully next time. Until then, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.